pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hey everyone, quick reminder that uh, the Morning Grind podcast is now going to be on its own dedicated podcast feed over there on iTunes. So please subscribe, leave a five-star review, and you can catch the Siege and Stevie each and every Monday through Friday, giving you all their hot takes and top picks. And while you're at it, you might as well go ahead and subscribe to our new Daily Fantasy Football podcast over there. Just search Roto-Grinders, you'll see it. And that's going to be the exclusive home for all of our NFL content this football season is going to be on that podcast feed. All right, got that out of the way. Let's get to the show. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what is going on? Happy Labor Day and welcome to another edition here of the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm Dan Bach. This show is presented to you by our friends over at Fantasy Draft and we certainly hope you give them a look this football season. It is football season. It starts this week and Fantasy Draft, of course, doing it big. The Carolina Million, uh, I love this. 12 finalists going to be competing for $1 million in a perfect live final out there in North Carolina of all places. So check that out. If you've got details, you can find them over there at fantasydraft.com. And of course, they're rate-free head-to-head games. Easy to post, easy to kind of let the uh, system know which players you don't want to pick up your games. So check them out over at Fantasy Draft. Use promo code GRINDERS. Super excited for what they are bringing to the table this football season. Of course, I'm Dan Bach, and uh, really happy to be with you today, as you heard in the opener. Uh, if you're looking for the morning grind, you got to find it on their own podcast feed on iTunes. Submitted on Stitcher, should hopefully be there soon for you Android users. And of course, you can always find all of our podcasts on the Roto Grinders app. But uh, when you do that, leave a five-star review for those guys. Certainly helps us out. And our new NFL DFS podcasts had our first one launch. This morning with Davis Maddock, Nate Noling, and Sammy Reed did a really good job uh, giving their own spin on week one. And uh, you're going to be having content on that pretty much each and every day of the week. So really looking forward to that new podcast feed. Uh, Today on the show, we will look at the small five, six game slate that we have on this Labor Day. But uh, also a lot of other kind of promotions have kind of come out this week that uh, I think we need to talk about, certainly over on DraftKings and over there on our uh, friends at Draft. If you didn't know, uh, Draft, of course, is going to actually be the big sponsor of our Grinders Party over at Roto Grinders, and uh, we basically decided to kind of run a mini little live final for them in conjunction with that, which, uh, of course culminates with a $100,000 
draft. That's right, 100K draft. And uh, basically, it's going to be a draft live final. Going to have, I believe, 10 spots in this one. So each one's going to carry a value of $10,000. And we're going to be doing it live out there at the Grinders Party. And I'm sure we'll have an audience. Uh, I'm sure we'll have it broadcast uh, on Grinders Live. And I'm sure that uh, there will be heckling from people on the outside. But it should be an incredible atmosphere. But you're probably wondering, like, Dan, how do I get into this? Like, I don't have $10,000 to go ahead and enter this tournament, but it would be pretty fun to do kind of a live draft in this format. Well, uh, we're going to be having different qualifiers over uh, with the draft app moving forward. The first one, the first tournament that we have is actually pretty cool. I, I Don't quote me on it, but I think it's a $100 buy-in, and they set it up as a bracket tournament, uh, and therefore you're going to be drafting one-on-one, -on -one, and if you win, you move on to the next round until we have our final winner. And, of course, that winner will win the ticket and uh, we'll get you over to the Grinders Party, which uh, looks like it's going to be in Tennessee officially now since they've got their license over there. And uh, it's going to be an incredible kind of opportunity to have our Grinders Party and then have just this super high-stakes draft happening. So uh, if you go to the draft app, I'm sure you downloaded it. If you haven't, obviously use promo code GRINDERS and you'll see that in the lobby and it's uh, an interesting way to kind of show your skill in a one-on-one -on -one type of format you know over multiple weeks and hopefully you can earn yourself a ticket to uh, to that 10-man final. Uh, lots of stuff to be chasing that is one of the things I will be chasing and uh, also I got to give some kudos to DraftKings they decided to roll back their um, their King of the Beach which was one of my favorite GPPs last year to uh, to chase and, uh, and this is going to be actually in Key West this year. And the one thing about this, which is very different than, say, their uh, live final, which, you know, they rolled out uh, not that long ago, 12 million, uh, 2 million up top, uh, which is, you know, big, big dollars. But this is a little bit, I think, unique because it's more for the smaller stakes players in the sense of uh, a lot of these buy-in queues, if you look at them this week, they've got them at uh, just like, $3, $5. I think they might even have a $1. And um, all these queues as well are five entry max um, at most. Uh, the $100 that they have is a three entry max, but most of these are going to be at uh, five entry max, even at the low dollar level. So I love that because sometimes when you are a low dollar player and you've got a queue opportunity and you say, okay, you know, I can, I can put $20 of my bankroll towards this, um, you still feel like you're at an unfair advantage because there's other people who are throwing 150 lineups at it. That's not the case here. So, uh, and they have a pretty unique setup for this tournament as well, where uh, I want to say it's like 150 will earn tickets, and then the top 50 uh, off of that 150 will win the trip to Key West to play in the live final. So they did something similar for baseball. I choked. They did it last year for football. I choked. So uh, hopefully this year I can get a ticket or two and not choke and can actually get to a live final in this uh, nice setup that they have going. But uh, they got a lot of those qualifiers in the lobby there over on DraftKings. So uh, I think that's one of the best organized tournaments, especially for lower stakes players 
who don't have the bankroll to be firing at $800 cues like they have uh, in a lot of their you know big championship ones for the uh, for the 12 mil. So check that out. Pretty good prize pool. I think it's a million dollars. 100k going to first place. Uh, I believe is the setup for that. And uh, I think you'll enjoy it. So that's just uh, another thing that's been dropping here. And I haven't seen FanDuel have their live final announcement yet either. But that should be coming very soon. But man, it's going to be a ridiculously busy November and December. Because we've got Grinders Party, I think week 11, we said. And then uh, we've got the uh, Carolina Millions, I think is week 13. I, th- uh, I want to say the... Uh, DK, King of the Beach is week 12 or week 14. Like, they're all staggered really well. But if you have a hot football season, if you're qualifying for a lot of live finals, uh, you you best be getting your airline miles uh, and joining those, those airline clubs because you're going to be flying all over the place. So, uh, of course, DraftKings is Miami and Key West. And we've got uh, North Carolina there for... Fantasy draft, we've got Tennessee for draft, and who knows what FanDuel is going to roll out here. I'm guessing we see something from them uh, fairly soon, because uh, I'd be shocked if the World Fantasy Football Championship doesn't happen once again. Pretty sure it will. Uh, all right, that's what we got going in terms of some of the news for you this football season. Again, if you're not subscribing to our Roto Grinders Premium, big mistake in my opinion is we just are loading up with uh, tons of great content. It's already rolling in, and I did something special for you um, because uh, JM to win his column this week is really long. It's usually really long. This one feels really, really long. So uh, I said to myself, I said, okay, I'm going to read this. So if I'm going to spend the time reading it, why don't I just read it aloud? So then all the other users who don't have time to read it, but would want to hear what is being said, can listen to it. So uh, I basically sat in front of my computer, read to myself out loud for, no joke, 90 minutes. And uh, we put it in podcast form for you. So you can find that on the Daily Fantasy uh, football podcast feed, the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Football uh, podcast feed. Uh, it's sitting there right now. It's also pinned to the column. And most weeks, though, that's a premium column. Actually, every week but this one, it's a premium column. So you're getting it for free week one. Um, and as long as people enjoy and actually are taking the time to download that podcast, I'll continue to do those reading. But uh, we just need to make sure it's it's worth my time. And uh, I think so far, so good on that. Had some pretty good reaction from that. So check that out. Um, something special for you guys. Uh, but that's all I got in terms of uh, what we've got going. Obviously, the podcast um, will continue throughout the week. We've got baseball today. Most of the games are on the early games. So again, make sure you check out the Morning Grind crew for that. Uh, but throughout the week, we will continue with the baseball conversation for those who are grinding that. And uh, I do want to let everybody know, Sirius XM, we are Moving to five days a week once again. So uh, starting today, we will be on from one to two, Monday through Friday. And I said five days per week. It's more like seven because we'll be on Saturday mornings. Crane will have you covered. Uh, I'm back with Friday night with the 
uh, Draft Live with Beer Makers Fan. That was a fun show we did this past week, so we'll be doing that again. And then Sunday morning game days, uh, one of my favorite kind of shows to get me awake and started and, and talking to you guys about the uh, Sunday morning slate. That will be all on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio. So super excited to still be uh, doing what we do and doing more than ever. And kudos to those guys for... Uh, you know, giving us the opportunity and, you know, for the longest time it was, you know, we can't give you a full week, but every year we seem to get a little bit more than the year before. And we're happy to be on seven days a week this football season. So awesome stuff. Excited for that. All right, let's, uh, let's get into baseball for tonight. For those of you who are grinding the evening slate, this conversation will be pretty quick because there's just not that many games for us to look at. So uh, let's go and talk about what we do have. Uh, one, two, three, four, five game slate for us tonight. So not my favorite slate to play. But again, if you're looking to maybe try and play the Millie Maker, you're trying to play the Carolina Million Qualifier this week, and those buy-ins are a little bit above your threshold, look to some of those qualifiers, some of the satellites that they have into them. I've done that uh, over there on Fantasy Draft. Uh, I've got at least one ticket. Uh, maybe I'll fire at some more for today because that's certainly going to be a live final I'm going after. But it's a good way to do it. You know, hit up those satellites and uh, try and get some tickets on the cheap. And through MLB is a good way to do that. Uh, tonight, again, we've only got five games, ten pitchers. So uh, we'll talk about, you know, who we suspect to be the, uh, you know, the the chalk or whatnot here. The, it's interesting, though, because we only got one game here today with an implied run total over five. Uh, one team today with implied run total over five, and that's the Boston Red Sox in their matchup against Jay Happ, and they are at 5.29. Everything else is under five, just kind of interesting, not something that I really expected to see today, um, but when you look at some of the options out there, it maybe makes a little bit more sense. Uh, and the thing is, I don't like love Boston. Like, Boston's okay. I've said it time and time again. To me, they're one of the least stackable offenses that we have out there just because of uh, there's just not a lot of home runs in that lineup. And, uh, you know, Rajay Davis added him. Benintendi's been on fire. Devers has been a nice addition. Uh, but still, just not a a ton of, of power in that lineup. So, I mean, I'm okay with Boston. I'm okay with the uh, with the one-offs, but I, I'm not sure that's really going to be a, a top target for me. But let's get to pitching. Um, you know, Rich Hill today at home, minus 147 favorite against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And in Hill's last start, um, he got hit around a little bit against Arizona. And I, I kind of called it. I said, like, too often when guys go deep into games, have those no-hitters or whatnot, they're going to come back their next start and they get beat up a little bit. And that happened exactly with Rich Hill. But I don't mind him here at home. Again, that was a bad ballpark for him to pitch in. Uh, and certainly the splits are still not in his favor here going against guys like uh, Goldschmidt, Martinez, Pollock, you know, even Iannetta near the top of the order. So uh, I, I get that side of things, but Vegas sees this as a, as a solid return for him. Implied run total for Arizona at 3.39. That's the lowest that we have on today's slate. And uh, I'm willing to probably chalk it up here a little bit with him at 10-3. So uh, I don't mind him. I think he's probably going to be the chalk today. 
And you could fade it and get away with it in GPPs because I don't think it's like a lock and load. But on a five-game slate, um, he's the guy I'm, I'm likely rolling out there. And if you're playing a single-pitcher site like FanDuel, uh, tough to get away from him. Um, so uh, the leverage play in that situation as well is very simply in your GPPs, uh, not only do you not play Rich Hill, you stack up Arizona, and uh, then you'll really, really leverage that situation because you're going to have probably 60-plus percent ownership on a five-game slate on DraftKings with two starting pitchers. That means you're going to get minimal ownership on guys who are in really good split situations. I just don't love the ballpark. And again, that's a high-variant tournament option. I'm not doing that in a 100-man tournament. I'm not doing that you know, probably even in a 200-man tournament. Am I doing it if I'm going against 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 other lineups? That seems like a situation where I'd be more than willing to uh, to leverage that situation where there are tough GPPs to win anyway, especially on a five-game slate. Uh, my our starting pitching two, though, again, we've got Berrios against the Rays, just kind of interesting because Berrios, um, you know, the uh, K's, can certainly come against this uh, Tampa Bay lineup. Uh, I'm not in love with it, though, with that game in Tampa. At 11-1, I feel like that's just too big of a price tag. Uh, I'm not in love with paying more for him than than Rich Hill today, although he has had sex, success. Oh, boy. That, that's not good. Uh, on a Monday uh, <laughs> against Tampa so far this season. Um so I'm probably not playing Barrios today. I'm probably going, uh, and this sounds kind of odd, but I'm probably going to A.J. Cole. And I know the Marlins have really been turning the corner here in the month of August. Stanton's been on fire. Uh, but A.J. Cole, he really struggles versus lefty. So, you know, Gordon and Yelich near the top of the order, uh, that worries me a little bit. But at 6.5, um, the K numbers have been impressive for him the last few starts. And uh, I think it was 8, 6, and 5, what we've seen from him. And at a 6.5 salary, like, he's the guy that I feel most comfortable under the 7K threshold. Um, Andrew Kashner, Ari Dickey, I don't really like either of those two guys, uh, especially out there in Miami, more of a pitcher's ballpark. I think A.J. Cole is going to be my SP2 uh, today, and I feel pretty comfortable about it. Uh, Robbie Ray is at 10-8, and uh, again, he's another guy who probably have some lower ownership than he should for the K upside that he brings uh, to the table, but... Um, again, on a five-game slate, even if you wanted to roll a Ray and Hill, I'd probably rather do that because of the savings you get um, off of going to uh, Barrios. Although Barrios is only 300 more than Ray, um, I'm not really on that on that path today. I think there's some Tampa bats that uh, I'll take a little bit of a look at potentially today. So Cole, Hill, those are my two on DraftKings today. Again, five-game slate, it's, tar- it's hard to kind of – Go too crazy and off the board with your picks. Now, uh, let's get to the bats here, and uh, we'll just kind of go game by game. Toronto and Boston, you know, uh, there's some pretty good BVP here on the uh, Toronto side against against, uh, Rick Porcello. You've got Bautista, 16 for 45, four home runs and seven walks. Uh, Smoke, seven for 27, three home runs. Donaldson 10 for 33 with a home run. Uh, so some of these guys, some of these bigger bats have done well against him. And just simply, uh, Porcello's just pitched way too much, too, way too much contact so far 
this season. And uh, that's, uh, you know, I think a reason why we can look at them. He had a really good start against Toronto, just his last start. 26 DraftKings points that day. Uh, But I'm not necessarily against rolling some Toronto bats out here against Porcello. I just don't think he's that good. And with the prices that we have on some of these guys, Bautista at 4K, I mean, they're kind of priced up. DraftKings has them up there a little bit. Uh, Donaldson at 5K. So I'm not against rolling some Blue Jays out there. And in fact, I, I probably would prefer to roll a Toronto stack out there than I would a Red Sox stack. Now, the Red Sox, I think they're fine for one-offs. You got Rajay Davis versus a lefty leading off for under 4K. Like, that's a solid kind of cash game option. Um, Chris Young at 3.3. He bats at the bottom of the order, but he's cheap. He's a path to a couple of 10K guys, but I'm not really seeing, uh, you know, paying 3.8 for Devers, meh. Benintendi, lefty on lefty, I'm going to pass on at 4-9. Uh, Eduardo Nunez, he's been really good, uh, don't get me wrong, but uh, I just don't love it at this you know, $4,300 price tag at that position. So uh, again, I'm fine with bets, um, and I'm probably fine with Hanley Ramirez as well at 3.8. He's a guy who's uh, been pretty good over the last... Looks like six games he's gone double digits in three of those. Did have a couple of bagels uh, against New York over the weekend, but uh, I don't mind him against the lefty here today. So, uh, again, give me a stack of Toronto over Boston. Now, Minnesota and Tampa. uh, Alex Cobb on the mound against Jose Barrios. Small favorite here for Tampa. And, uh, you know, you can get Lucas Duda here. Lefty-righty matchup at 3,500. Logan Morrison at 4K. I like those guys as first base options today. I know Barrios has been pretty good uh, this season, but uh, I give a little bit of an edge to them. Again, Tampa still trying to uh, work their way into playoff contention here. So you've got Duda, you've got Morrison, you've got Dickerson, you've got Kiermaier. Just too many lefties in that lineup for me to want to be rolling Barrios out there. So I like Dickerson as well at 3,400 here today. Again, he's definitely slowed down a little bit uh, throughout the season, but uh, he's, you know, 343 Woba, 222 ISO versus righties this season. Logan Morrison, 378 Woba, 298 ISO. Duda, 377 Woba, uh, 304 ISO. So all those guys have, you know, hit righties really well this season. And I think Tampa, somewhat sneaky here. Longoria also had a homer against him uh, just this last start uh, for. Tampa, and he's actually been better versus righties than lefties. Uh, as for the twin side of things, I like them a little bit better at home than on the road, and some of these prices are just uh, are, are too high for me to go. Alex Cobb isn't a guy that you know is great, but he's not terrible. Um, you know, Dozier at five one, he's fine, um, I suppose, but that's a really expensive price tag. I mean, you can make those five K works, five uh, K players work if you decide to. Uh, you know, roll out an AJ Cole or somebody like that today. Um, from a value side of things, you know, Eduardo Escobar, third base and shortstop eligible at just 3.8. Kind of interesting. He's he's actually had fantasy production in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, eight, nine, about nine of his last 10 games. He's given you uh, fantasy points, which is pretty solid. And uh, again, on a five game slate, our options are somewhat limited. So, 
Uh, I don't mind Escobar a little bit today, but uh, let's keep it rolling. Uh, Nationals and Marlins today. Again, I kind of like A.J. Cole. Um, now, in the lineups, I'm not playing Cole. It's going to be Gordon, Stanton, Yelich, uh, and maybe Realamuto at 3.1. Those are the guys that I like from the Marlins. But I probably will have Cole on a handful of teams tonight that I'm not going to be playing those guys. Hope we get the strikeouts and, uh, and I can move on. But uh, I would expect... Marlins to gather some ownership. Adam Conley, I'm not thinking this guy's very good at all, so uh, I'm willing to look at some Nationals here. I don't have a line on this game, but uh, I'd be surprised if the Nats aren't like minus 130 maybe today uh, against the Marlins. Uh, I would say Trey Turner, uh, Anthony Rendon, Zimmerman. I love the heart of this order today. And you could even consider a Jason Wirth at 3.6, a Matt Weeders at 2.9. These salaries feel way too cheap. Nationals are definitely going to be a team. Uh, I'm looking to stack up a little bit. And um, yeah, like, you know, I don't think they're my maybe number one stack today, but they're up there. Like, uh, they might be my number one stack. I think Toronto's an interesting stack, but I like the Nationals a little bit today. So Howie Kendrick versus lefties has been one of the best in the league at 4.7. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure Daniel Murphy might get the night off today, but if he would roll in that number two hole, we don't love lefty and lefty with Murphy, but he's fine. So feel this lineup getting a little bit more healthy with Trey Turner at the top. And, uh, and I'm interested. Rangers and Braves. I thought this, if there was a game that would be a 10 today, this would be it. Um, out there in Atlanta, R.A. Dickey against uh, Andrew Kashner. Let's check some BVP against R.A. Dickey here. And Mike Napoli, 8 for 27 with a home run. Uh, let's see. Carlos Gomez, 8 for 16 with a home run and a double. Uh, let's see, Beltre only 6 for 21, that's not particularly great, uh, Odor 3 for 11, Elvis Andrews, let's not play him today, one hit and 17 at-bats against R.A. Dickey, so he hasn't really figured it out, now, uh, Joey Gallo on the flip side, ooh, man, uh, this guy's pretty good, he just keeps on hitting home runs, and again, this is a spot against a knuckleballer where if he makes contact, that ball's pretty much going to leave the yard, but all these guys sitting um, certainly at the top of the order over 4K. At the bottom, you got Napoli, Odor, and Chirinos at 3.3. I don't mind Chirinos and Napoli if these guys crack the lineup here today. Sometimes, um, you know, this, uh, we'll see if, we'll see if Chirinos is in the lineup today and with this early game, but keep an eye out. Um, actually, this is a night game, so he should be good because they probably played early yesterday coming back with a night game, so uh, he should be fine, but I don't mind Napoli price per dollar at 3.5 for me today. Um, and then on the the Brave side, you know, Kashner, you know, he's a guy that seemingly does it with smoke and mirrors uh, and got it done last game against Houston on the road. 30 FanDuel or DraftKings points that day, but, you know, 4.7, 6, 14, 18, 21, 15. So, you know, he's kind of been okay uh, I like Freddie Freeman a good bit today. He's probably my top payup if you've got to go up there at 5.6. And Matt Kemp uh, batting cleanup at 3.3 against Andrew Kashner is something uh, I think I can get behind. Uh, Kemp, only 3 for 16 against him in his career, faced him a good bit out there when he was with San Diego. Uh, let's see. Enciarte, uh, six for 23 doubles. If you're into that BVP thing, he's 3.7. Again, you can, uh, if you want to pay up for pitching and you want a cheap stack, the Braves, pretty cheap stack here. 3.7 on Enciarte. 
Uh, Ozzy's sitting at 2.3. Kemp is 3.3. I'm not playing Marcakis. Probably not playing Kurt Suzuki. Ruiz, 2.8. Dansby Swanson, 3.1. So, you know, maybe this is a, uh, a three- or four-man stack for you at best. But you can get some guys in with, with top-flight pitching. And then I kind of already talked about Arizona, what my plan is with them. Uh, stack them up in a, in a one-off in GPPs and uh, big field GPPs. And then the Dodgers side of things, I'm okay with a Kiki Hernandez one-off at 3.2. He gives you that shortstop eligibility on DraftKings and infield eligibility on Fantasy Draft, which I like. Obviously, Justin Turner, big numbers versus lefties for him so far this season. Uh, and even Chris Taylor leading off at 4-3. But Kiki looks like the best price-per-dollar option we have versus the Southpaw today. But I don't view this as a, a favorite stack of mine. And maybe even Logan Forsythe, another guy who's crushed lefties, only 3,100. So there's a path to big pitching today. But uh, my favorite stack's going to have some Nationals. Uh, tonight going to have a little bit of Blue Jays and maybe just a tad of I don't want to say stack up Atlanta, but Freeman, NCR, take Kemp. I'll probably have those three in a lineup somewhere. Uh, all right, that's it. It's only a small slate tonight. Tomorrow we'll have a full allotment of games, and we'll bring it back to you. Uh, and appreciate you guys always giving us a listen, review, uh, download. So subscribe over to the podcast feed over there, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and uh, all of our great NFL content this week. Get it all by being a premium subscriber and uh, again if you're a serious xm uh subscriber i'll catch you over there today one to two eastern and back again same time all week long thanks for listening thanks for fantasy draft for putting their name on the show and allowing us to bring you podcasts absolutely free of charge and uh back again tomorrow till then good luck in all your contests and we will see you 